Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. If you were asked, how much money would you be willing to pay to just forget about 2020? Like, it just never happened. Hmm. Got a dollar figure you think you'd be willing to kick in. We could all throw in together and just have 2020 erased from our memories. So everyone's got to kick in the same amount? Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe we, uh, whatever you can come up with, but there is an average. There's actually a, an exact number. I would say somewhere around a couple grand. Yeah, you think it would be like that. but And it's close. It's $1,836. Okay. That's exact. All right, yeah, yeah. very exact. I'd say like, you know, I can give you two Gs or 1500 or something. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a lot of people would say, "Well, I'll kick in fifty bucks." <laughs> right? You know, but when you when you if you were really to think about it, how much you know we've all lost, mm-hmm. and, and talk about maybe a dollar value, not necessarily just you know freedom of movement and yeah. and uh, and just peace of mind, uh, but what, you know, so many have lost so much through all of this in terms of their livelihoods that to get. You know, to, to to pay just a fraction of it mm-hmm. to have a not to deal with it. Yeah, I think you jump all over. You know, and and I uh, I don't know what I find more frustrating. Uh, the idea back in March when we knew we were just going to be down and out for a while till we could find an answer, and we didn't know for how long. And then all of a sudden, we got so excited because vaccines were coming earlier than expected, and. You remember early on, they were saying, you know, we probably won't see vaccines until the summer of next year, 2021. Mm-hmm. And this would have been probably in the spring. And we thought, OK, we're, we're stuck with this till probably the end of 2021 now. And, and then to find out prior to Christmas that the vaccine was coming, we were all so excited. You know, people were like, oh, man, maybe maybe we can save the summer. Like, who knows? Now it just feels like we're right back to March of last year when it feels like, yeah, we're probably 2021's mostly going to be right off as well. Yeah, and we're all clamoring for it. I mean, everyone wants to be out of this. No one's, no one's sitting around going, this is great. Keep it like this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Even the hermits, you know, yeah. people who don't normally go out are, are saying, you know, this is, you know, not that I never wanted the option. Right. Listen, there is still a side of me that kind of goes... God, I don't have to host Easter again this year. <laughs> I think of the dollars saved. <laughs> but yeah, we, we just we just really need to be able to to go back to just and I hope we all appreciate it. I know we're quick to forget, but you know, just the idea of being able to hop in the car and go to a store and grab something you need. Mm-hmm. You know, without it being a whole thing or curbside pickup or you know, driving by the store to see if there's a lineup outside of the grocery store. Finding a grocery store without a lineup. Like, you know, just when life was normal and you could go and do your thing. And I hope we all appreciate that when it comes back. I said from the beginning, the idea of just being able to, and I guess it's probably not going to happen this summer, which is such a drag. But just the idea of being able to go sit on a patio with somebody in the afternoon and have a pint. Yeah. You know? Well, the patio part might happen. Yeah, um, but it's still so but, oh, six yeah. feet away, and it's uh, I, and I want it with no pressure. Yeah, I know and that'll continue for a little while. Yeah, uh, I guess. I mean, I, I guess once everybody says needles in arms and everybody's fine, when when the day comes that Ford or Trudeau or somebody says we're good to go, you can get back to your living. If you've had your vaccine, the numbers are so down, we're good. Yeah, there will be those that hop right back in. As I said, it'll be Hump Fest 2022. Right. But there will be others who go, okay, fine, we'll see about this. Oh, for sure. Well, and, and there has to be, because if not, everything would be overrun anyway, sure. right? Yeah. Uh, I think it was, I was looking at pictures of California 
because they have reopened some outdoor dining mm. uh, there, and you know every table was was taken oh, up yeah. right, like right away. You know, you'll find that people who are just clamoring to get out and about. Some of them are just to support the businesses that are that need that. Yeah, but for many, it's just oh, I've had enough. I want out. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know what you have till you lose it, right? People estimate they've lost 245 hours of sleep last year because of the stress of 2020. That's just about five hours of sleep a week. And the average person says the stress of 2020 made them gain 13 pounds. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> By spring. <laughs> I'm gaining about 13 pounds every quarter. Everyone's put on the COVID-19. This is something to be aware of. A 35-year-old guy died suddenly back in August after some blood vessels in his brain ruptured. That's not good. So it took a while for the autopsy report to come out. And when they finally got it, it revealed the cause of his death. An extreme orgasm. Wow. Yes. Turns out he'd been having sex with a prostitute. And right at the end, it was too much for his body and he died. It's not like he's an old guy with, like, clogged arteries. Right. He's a young dude, 35 years old. Talented woman. (laughs) Golf ball through a garden hose kind of thing. (laughs) Do you have to pay? (laughs) Well, I guess it's all up front, usually, right? I don't know. (laughs) Asking for a friend. (laughs) Are these negotiable? Or is it hard fast? I mean, if you die during. Right. Ouch. What a way to go, huh? Yeah, well, I, I, I guess some would say that is the way to go. Mm-hmm. The prostitute won't be held liable for his death. <laughs> now, do you think this is good or bad for her business? <laughs> like, you know, because when it comes to want guys wanting extreme climaxes, we do some crazy stuff. <laughs> Boy, was he ever stiff after that one. <laughs> O.J. Simpson, this guy, you know, not only can he not read a room, he just doesn't seem to get it. Or he, I guess he's just convinced himself because he's, you know, it's been so long and he went on and on and on that he never did it. He's just convinced himself that he, he never killed his uh, ex-wife and Ron Goldman because, you know, now he's out there doing videos, sharing his thoughts with people. Right. Like he actually thinks people care his opinion on anything. Well, I, I think. Sadly and scary enough is that he probably gets enough fan mail mm. to to boost his opinion of himself to that level. Yeah, and there are people who still support him. Well, speaking of boosting, his immune system got a boost <laughs> right. because OJ Simpson <laughs> got the vaccine. He says in a video, "Get your shot. I got mine." It, it, almost like mocking people that they can't get it and he can. In a follow-up video, he said he suffered no ill effects, for which many people went, oh, that's a shame. Right. Millions of Americans and uh, people around the world who aren't murderers can't get this COVID vaccine. Meanwhile, the juice got his shot in his home state of Nevada, in Nevada because he's over 65, he's 73, and anybody over 65 can get the shot. They should have done, like, a long uh, shot of him driving like away from, <laughs> with the got, needle to his head, <laughs> he's got the vaccine. With a, was it AJ? <laughs> AC, AC. That was his name. Yeah. No, wow. Was, yeah. Crazy, right? Well, at least now he'll be able to get out and about, roaming around and <laughs> searching for the real killers again.
Oh, my one goodness. Of the, one of the great tweets I've seen in a long time. Because, of course, everybody online is just furious Absolutely. that he was able to get this thing. And one person responds to saying, it's nice to see OJ's the one getting stabbed for a change. <laughs> George Lucas' original title for Star Wars was The Journal of the Wills. Then he changed it to Adventures of a Star Killer as taken from the Journal of the Wills, Saga 1, The Star Wars. Fortunately, he shortened it to just <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> the guy typing out that long, drawn yeah. thing at the start of the... Like, oh, crap. How are we putting we this on our key? <laughs> if you're over 45, the world population has doubled in your lifetime. With inflation, the value of a dollar is almost exactly half of what it was in 1990. In other words, it takes $200 today to buy what it cost 100 back then. Wow. And think about what you were spending, you know, when you were buying like a TV in 1990. Mm-hmm. You're buying that 50-inch thing in the box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you needed three buddies to help carry. $1,200. <laughs> You're lucky if it was 1200 probably like two grand at that point. Yeah, I think our first TV was like a 34-inch Panasonic something, and we got it as a deal through somebody that Maria knew at Panasonic, and I think even then we paid 900 bucks for it. Yeah. You know. I want to say my dad bought like, like like the first like Technicolor or whatever when it came like Sony came out with their crazy color mm. picture and it was probably yeah like a twenty seven inch thing that weighed two hundred pounds and he probably paid about fifteen hundred dollars for it. Yeah, we had to. I remember uh, it was dropped off for us at the house and it was just dropped off at the in the in front of the uh, the front door and I got home from work and there it was and I think it sat there for two days until somebody could come and help me carry the damn thing into the house. <laughs> we were telling the boys the other day we were talking about moving. And uh, and I said, well, you guys are, were never going to, you know, you rarely experience uh, now what it's like and how hard it was to move your buddies, mm. right? When, because the TV was that thing. Your buddy always had some bloody TV that weighed four or 500 pounds and trying to lift that up three flights of stairs. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, lift a 60-inch by yourself. Yeah, you can hang it. We'll just carry it under your arm while you're putting up the wall mount right. and throw it. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I know people who have these big old TVs in the basement. Now they just literally have to go in and take them apart. To, I had to, to use a chainsaw yeah. at my parents' place uh, to take apart because it was, you know, again, that big 50-inch, like, cabinet box yeah. unit. And uh, it wasn't a screen. It, it's, you know, that like uh, rear uh, uh, lighting. That, that it's all the guts in it. Yeah. Oh, so heavy. It was ridiculous. Terrell Owens is the only player in NFL history who scored a touchdown against all 32 teams. In fact, he scored at least two touchdowns against all of them during his career as a wide receiver with five different teams. And the celebrations were great. Yeah, he was so terrific. (laughs) He was so terrific. (laughs) Pulling out a Sharpie and autographing the ball. Yeah. That's a bold move. To have that in your sock ready to go. Perfect. Was he also the one that had the cell phone? uh, Uh, Randy Moss. So great. Uh, I was just watching the history of swear words, and the final episode is on the word damn, and they talk about how tough it was for the movie Gone with the Wind to get the word damn in the script back in the 1930s. It was a forbidden word. And uh, they had to go to, there was something called the Hayes listing, and it basically was everything you can and cannot do in a movie. The words you cannot say, the things you cannot do. Lingering kisses and all these kind of things. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess they finally got it in there because, of course, he's, he says it right at the end. 
Frankly, Scarlett, I don't give a damn. But it turns out the producers of Gone with the Wind had to pay a fine of $5,000 for using the word damn. And 5000 then, with too. a lot of dough. Yeah. Wow. I guess they knew they had a hit on their hands, so they were willing to pay it. Trick birthday candles that reignite after you blow them out are illegal in Canada and have been since 1977. Really? Yeah. Fire hazard? Probably. I think we're all done with the birthday candles on the cake. <laughs> Sorry, kids. You know what? Even if you found a way, put the birthday candles on some kind of tray. Let them blow the candles out beside the cake or away from the cake and then eat the cake. We just right. don't want the candles in the cake anymore, I think is the trick. The mood ring and the thigh master were invented by the same man, Joshua Reynolds, who also happens to be one of the heirs to the R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company. Oh, really? Yeah. And finally, it's illegal in France to name a pig Napoleon. <laughs> it's time for a chat with our pally Ted Reader for how Linda's meets. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. Morning, Teddy. I'm really excited because it is Super Bowl week which means Super Bowl eats, and I saw you post a picture of chili dogs and chili cheese dogs, and they look awesome. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we were, uh, I've been messing around with chili recipes for, uh, well, one for Super Bowl, but also for the joint. And uh, this batch was, was just made from ground meat, which is nice and easy. And chili is a quick and easy thing you can put together quite quickly. So uh, if I could say that word quickly more times, that would be great, too. <laughs> you are a man who, who, who often says no beans in a chili. Right, You are yeah. anti-bean in chili. I'm not a bean guy for chili. Uh, I'm a Texas chili kind of guy, which is just meat. And so when I make my, my chili, it's, it's got a lot of meat. If you want to put beans in it, go ahead. You're more than welcome to. Uh, they could be kidney beans or white beans or black beans or black-eyed peas. It doesn't really matter which one you want. Uh, but for me, it's, it starts out, it's all about the meat. And so if you're using just ground beef, that's one thing. Or you can use some steak, like a blade steak, which has got a little bit of marbling in there. And you dice up the meat. I like to season it, put some chili powder, some salt, some pepper, some garlic, some onion powder onto it. I take my bone dust seasoning, a little of that, and mix it all onto the meat, and then give it a quick saute in a very hot pan, just to sear the outside of it. And you do the same with the ground beef. Mm -hmm. Throw it in a slow cooker. Okay? Okay. Then take a whack of onions, maybe two cups worth saute those off throw in some peppers i like lots of chili peppers so i use some jalapenos some long red finger chilies maybe one or two uh, habaneros or scotch bonnets to give it a kick are you going with any sweet peppers in this as well ted i'm not much in for the sweet guy i like to, to keep it but if you want to throw in a few red peppers okay. or a green pepper diced up right. you're more than welcome to you know chilies it, it's a very personal thing when you make it and so finding the right heat level for your family as well. So having hot chilies on the side sometimes to boost it up is a great thing to do. Ted, the sautéing, is this for for speed or is there a flavor involved with this? There's flavor involved. So okay. you, you, you get some caramelization. You get the extraction of, like in the onions, they're loaded with sugar. So you extract the natural sugar out and make them a little bit sweeter. And that helps blend in and balance everything in the chili so that it's not just a punch. You get a balance of flavor that comes through. So you get a little sweet from the onion if you put some garlic in there as well. And then you get heat from the chilies, and then you get all the spices blending together. I take, uh, for 
I do a, a chili that would be about uh, three pounds worth of meat. So two pounds of ground and let's say a ground, uh, a pound of steak. Okay. Get all that going, throw in a can of tomatoes and let it simmer two, three hours. If you got an Instant Pot, you'll probably be able to make this thing in about 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's all the okay. range now. That Instant Pot is huge. With that Instant Pot's massive. I, I looked at all the numbers and dials on the front of it and got confused, so I put it back on the shelf. This <laughs> is really too too difficult for me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, like, I like the old cast iron pot yeah, kind well, of method. And when you're used to a barbecue where you just hit ignite and high, it it's, uh, seems much more complicated with the technology. Yes, it does. It's way too complicated for Teddy. Uh, so, the uh, but we took that chili. We made chili cheese dogs this past weekend. And so, here's the secret to the dogs. There's a little apparatus out there. It's called a slot dog, and it gives you hash marks in your hot dogs. So it opens up the the the, the outer casing of it, really, the outer skin, and you then soak your dogs in a little bit of beer. After you use the slot dog, okay? Okay. Now, if you're going to take them outside and grill them, that's one way. You can do them in the oven, or you can boil them up or fire them in the microwave. Any which way you want to heat a hot dog, doesn't matter to me. It's your hot dog. <laughs> and then into the bun. Now, I didn't make a cheese sauce for it. What I did is I took shredded cheese, like uh, like uh, nacho cheese blend, mm -hmm. yep. and I put it on a sheet of parchment paper on a baking sheet. And then I took crispy fried onions, you know, you buy them in the grocery store. Yep. And I sprinkled those on top of the cheese, and I mixed the two of it together and then laid it out in a nice even layer on the parchment. And then popped it in the oven and let it melt. And then I tore that melted cheese and laid it over top of the chili that went on top of the dog that went into the bun. Beautiful. Did you toast it's your bun, Teddy? Thing. Did you toast your bun? I did toast my bun. Good for you. A man needs yeah. his buns toasted. <laughs> <laughs> it's so damn cold. If you don't have toasty buns right now, you're just freezing everything up there. It's it, not good. It's it not good. It looked great on Instagram. It looked great on Facebook. It's gonna get uh, gonna look great on my plate come Super Bowl Sunday, Teddy. People want to get a hold of you and talk hot dogs, or Super Bowl. Maybe they got some other things they're interested in cooking up for Super Bowl. It's not like we're going anywhere. We're staying home and watching it. So we might as well fill our face with good food. How do they get a hold of you, pal? You're going to find me at Ted Grills in the social media world. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.